thank you guys for coming on board. Um, we have, I shared the topics with you last night, and the highlights of uh, podcast mm. is this particular topic girl child and the vulnerability of our ladies. And that's why, you know, I wanted uh, a good representation of our lady this podcast. Let's introduce ourselves first. I think that's fine. I'm Shil, I'm an architect, and I'm a mutual friend and acquaintance to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so please um, so. Hello. Hi, I'm Adenike. I work with Select Bank. Okay. And a mutual friend no. everybody. Okay. Hi, I'm Becca and I'm a broadcast journalist and I'm not a mutual friend to everybody, but it's nice to be here. Hi everyone, my name is Rena. Um, I'm a real estate practitioner. Um, I'm a mutual friend to Shim and Christy. <laughs> Yeah, hi, I'm Christiana Celestin. I'm a digital marketer, business developer. I'm a mutual friend to everyone after this call. So, um, I, I don't know. First off, I think we should start with um, the most sensitive discussions. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think it's fine we start mm-hmm. with uh, most sensitive stuff. So. I don't know about other people. Okay, do you guys think we should start with the most sensitive? And I would like the ladies to go first, and so we, you know, we just. Are you sure? Like the vulnerability of our ladies is that the most sensitive, right? Yes, yeah. That's, yeah, that's it. Okay, I think. Can I go first? Yeah, why not? Um, first, um, when I, I would talk coming from Nigeria and what we see around our environment. Um, I never really, uh, even as a feminist, I, I know we do have a lot of issues in Nigeria that we're yet to point out that exactly affecting women and girls, though also affecting guys, but really is on the high side to the female gender. But I never thought of how vulnerable our ladies are until I gave birth to a baby girl. And um, I won't lie, it has been tormenting me every day <laughs> to think that my uh, daughter would actually pass through a lot of things that uh, I and other girls have passed through in um, the society in Nigeria as a whole. So um, it minus um, the rape, rape we're hearing, which is one of the most difficult things to listen to, the rape cases and to listen to some people that um, not just men, the mentality they carry is so negative towards the girl child. Uh, there's also the emotional abuse, the limitation. So, um, focusing on um, the. So, what do you think they would... You say? So, what do you think the cost is? I mean, okay. you know, it's, it's a serious problem. Obviously. I think the, mind, the mindset, the mindset, the, the, the cultural mindset. The religious mindset, um, ignorance of the government to actually change this mindset and also put a bill. The ignorance of the religious houses 
pointing to um, forcing negative actions, that is what is the problem. We need to, to sensitize the, the mind of people. People need to they need to make sure that the mind of people are, have changed because it's not just the the cases being brought to people that are supposed to take care of it are actually still thinking this the same negative way, the same rapist is thinking or the abuser is thinking, that's the thing that the police officers are thinking. So there's actually no solution until there's an, uh, we can tie our minds and think that people are thinking on a positive and right way. So I think the solution should be the change of mindset and churches, mocks, um, government house, police station, anybody that is in that should take a course of change of mind and they should be told what not to do think our conscience is not functioning okay 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 these are the okay uh to add to what they said i think it's an identity crisis and um in a way we have made the girl child a second class being yeah you know? yeah i agree yeah. So in, in, in that, even in show, naturally, like a girl child will always fight for acceptance. In some family, if you give back to like five uh, girls, they want a, a male child. So I think the issue is the ignorance of purpose. The society actually, you don't know the purpose of a girl child. You know, you, you, they can't really put their eyes, it's basically ignorance. Because when you look at a girl child and you feel, oh, she's a second class thing, even at home, you see the way your, maybe your parents relate to, to the male child in the family as compared to the way you are treated. And um, I look at it like most times, even at home, you are trained as a girl child, okay, don't do this, don't do that. But you see the male child, they'll sit home. We have taught our male child, child not to be responsible. Uh-huh. And in a way, we release both male and female into the same society so even your out in your own i think it begins from the home so in your own maybe um this way a child uh, a, a girl child is being raised this is the way a, a, a boy child is being raised they'll still go out and and the the, the, the boys i think the boys or the male have not been trained to see a girl child as as a different version of that. Mm-hmm. They look at you and feel like, okay, this is the second class thing. Mm-hmm. That's why you see and you struggle to give back to the male child. So you wonder, do we really understand the purpose of this particular being? Uh-huh. Do you understand? Yeah. So I think until we go back to understanding what is the purpose of this particular being. You know, being a, a girl does not does not make you uh, inferior to any other person. True. It's just True. okay, you are another version of so I think it's a purpose thing until we get this right, until we understand what is the purpose of this particular thing, we'll continue to be abused. So I think what all we are seeing is just abuse of purpose, like. Right? Uh-huh. 
Uh, all right, uh, really great. Um, Adenike and Christiana have said like a really whole lot on the vulnerability of the girl child. Um, I'm Becca actually, and uh, I'd really just like to cite, uh, just like uh, Nikia said, the purpose, finding the purpose, and as a woman or a girl, understanding the purpose, and the men around you also understand that the girl has a purpose, and it's not just someone who is in the house to fend for you or um, be a second class citizen as we say but at first i'd like to speak on the aspect of early marriages and pregnancy i think that this thing furthermore highlighted the vulnerability of the girl child most especially in the north we know we know these things that early marriages is is an argument we've had for years now and i don't even know when it's going to stop but this is definitely one of the reasons why as a girl you are vulnerable because it just feels like at some point at some age in your life someone is definitely going to take you and you would have to be under this person be married to this person even before you even know what you want for yourself so these things are planned out for you and um it is said that uh, too often marriage is seen as a higher priority than education for a girl and this things has a way of playing on the the psychological and mental awareness and um would i say you know the girl just feels like oh man i just have to leave a certain age and then i'll be shipped up and to a marriage with someone who is often <laughs> the whole older and you know it this this just plays a lot on the psychological state of the girl child and pregnancy um it said that one million girls under 15 give birth each year and this happens in many parts of the world and not just nigeria so girls who are pregnant regardless of their circumstances will be excluded from school so they don't go to school and uh, this thing just plays on them and they're just they just have to sit at home and make babies and have a child while they see the men or the guy or the boy going to school so i'd agree i think everybody's talking from the standpoint of as a child these things have a way of playing on uh, our psychology as a girl and over time the just the guys the boys feel inferior and the boys feel superior the girl feel inferior i don't know when and how this thing is going to stop but i know it's a big issue currently in nigeria and we will keep fighting for till it eventually happens so yeah thank you wow that, that was great thank you thank you so much i i actually wrote some of the things you said you know Nike, for example mm-hmm. um, talking about ignorance of purpose use of purpose it was was really striking for me i know christy all the things you said you know made a lot of sense and how you took it from the government and the angle makes sense because i i think i think the it's a uh-huh. you know, growing up like becca said um ladies are girl child um children they they, they they are brought up in a sort of way that they feel like they need to do some things some roles are streamlined to them you know and the boys just sit and, and relax and just watch them do stuff like uh, staying in the kitchen and doing all of those and uh-huh. becca took it forward to them i was actually going to mention the north i think the north it's a significant it's a significant uh, they have a significant role to play in all of this because the large numbers are from them and I, I, you know just going forward i don't want us to you know just restrict it to you know growing up as a girl child uh, the vulnerability of our ladies our lazy our ladies working out at night and 
um, not having to be scared of getting raped. Do you understand? I just yeah, want to put some no statistics here. We're not sorry, you know, contribute. I quickly put some statistics. So, 28% of rape cases are actually the ones that are recorded. All the rape cases we have here in are just about 28% actual rape cases. The Minister of uh, Women Affairs, six months ago, said that there are about 2 million rape cases across the country annually can you imagine that figure i mean i was i was shocked when i saw that it means that two million people ladies get raped and just about 28 percent of that number to, to even shock you some more sorry to interrupt to even shock you some more i read of a statistics that said that um amongst every five five ladies three have either been raped or sexually abused one be or the other no that's it's, unacceptable you know that's the truth i mean there's no way to no it's I, I think it's very simple yeah. if you uh, i don't know we all have friends and if you if they are going to be very honest with you i took i i read it and i felt oh it was too fleshed out and then i did it amongst three or four circles and i felt it was i, I realized rather that it was also within that range if they are going to be very honest with you they have either like i said not just raped been raped sexually abused or molested as a child or as a growing adult well that's 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 unacceptable honestly we, we need to do something about that so, so you know let's so, just hear everyone uh, i'm going to talk from a male perspective the thing is, the thing is our parents did, didn't, didn't teach us better we don't know better so invariably we're not acting better yeah. and i'm going to say this I'm, I'm not going to try to exclude myself from the okay. conversation i'm going to just include myself just um during the week i i made a post on my whatsapp status on on twitter about the fact that we must begin to act better as male folks and how that you know i was just having a conversation with some of my female friends and i realized that i was even saying that out of if you bring 10 ladies together eight out of eight out of the 10 must have been sexually assaulted at one time now not raped i'm not using the word rape i'm using assault they must be sexually assaulted at one time or the other. Is he in school? Is it when they were growing up? Is it at the market? You go to the market and you see guys grouping at ladies. And it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's our culture. And we must treat this from a cultural perspective. We're not just going to take this and say, uh, it's, it's a, it's, 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 it was ingrained in us from, from, from onset uh, as, as Nigerians. We know we have this feeling of um, the ladies, every man thinks that he owns the right to a lady's body most men most men they, they feel like so you are in a relationship with a lady and you, you you just naturally feel like you own the lady's body and that's not true that's not that's not right at all you know i was even having an argument with uh, someone about this trend this case that trending on twitter where the the and i was i was teaching someone that how the how you can actually withdraw consent while having sex so it's not like consent is stamped like if i give you consent it means that once we start i cannot at, at the middle of the um, at the uh, middle of intercourse say I, I don't want to do anymore and it was like um, how is that possible like, imagine you are doing something and and they ask you to stop is it possible to stop and i said okay imagine that you are doing it and then you hear the gunshots won't you stop oh. no so it's that cultural pers- it's a cultural perspective and i think that the federal government has a lot to do. Religious um, bodies has a lot to do to begin to um, acculturate Nigerians and young adults, especially young adults, all over again to the fact that the woman owns 100% right to her body. And as a man, you must learn to act better. You can't imagine the case of the tech, one of the um, 
top tech guys in Nigeria and 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 the, uh, uh, and our case I was I was um, levied against him on Twitter and he hasn't even responded. This is like the third day now. He hasn't responded. He hasn't done anything about it. So you see that there's a whole lot that we must really do. But I think that the easiest way for us right now is to start from. We should even add this to our curriculum for our kids, because you know I was speaking with someone over the weekend. You know, so many persons that were, that were raped most of them their parents knew about it and didn't say a single word about it yeah it's, you'll be you'll be surprised to know that some ladies were assaulted when they were young their mom knew about it in fact some of them their mom caught the third and just swept it under the carpet and nothing was done be- because we have this culture in nigeria where we don't want to look for trouble we feel like we should just going to court is all trouble all the uh, and, and i and it's even worse <laughs> leave it to god it's even worse when it's family members because they don't want to create chaos within the family and create issues and most so, times the person that will rape a lady must be someone very close it must be a family member yeah. a friend a colleague or, or someone very trusted so i i'm even scared of giving birth to a female child because i i don't i don't know <laughs> no, to be sincere. i am i am i, Runa, I have to I'm say that i am actually what is, with the stories I've been hearing this week, I, I don't even think I have the, the moral fortitude to say I want to bring it you know, into this world. I, I I think you should I think you should go ahead and give. But just have a gun beside you every time you have to. <laughs> 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 we need a lot of guns in our house. Um, I'm telling you. Ronald, let me let me just point out that about giving birth to to female kids. See, um, I, I whenever I hear someone giving give birth to. My husband, having a daughter, I've, I've taken care of people's babies a lot. So my, whenever I someone give birth to baby kids, I say congratulations two times because they're just amazing right from birth. Wow. Um, there's one thing about the female oh. child that the male child, not all, they are special, they, they tend to come out like they are coming to help you, coming to embrace you. Trust me, as a guy, a female daughter would put you in check and will make you awesome um i and my husband we've always had this feminism that when now that he has a daughter no why would that guy do that no why do that guy do that so you didn't know this so it's female children some other way their moral values once you teach them and train them my niece is going for a karate class because the dad don't want to hear that anybody mess with her so there are ways you can do it but do not exchange what is happening in the world to the love that you will get from a female child trust me true it cannot be measured true. yes mm-hmm. that's deep that's deep that's deep nike do you have anything to say i, I know um, you you know for everybody on this um panel to be honest you know i just feel there's a particular reason why we have synergized to come you know, on this podcast because each of us represents something that I think we need going forward in this conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nike has experience, right? It's the Nigerian police. So she I'm sure she has heard a lot of stories. Do you yeah. understand? So I'm sure she has a lot to say. Oh, oh sorry. Um since Nike has I'm sorry, but since Nike has um <laughs> affiliations with the Nigerian police and so while you're commenting on that, you just respond to my question. So I'm um, sorry to um this rape case that's been on about an 18-year-old girl. Um we heard that she was reported to the police station and the DPO and the police officers are trying to cover that up as well and not take it seriously. So what do you think? 
also about the police officers and security officers about their response to um, rape cases and accusations that have been out there. Oh, okay. Um, first, I would like to say something that, okay, so if ladies are vulnerable, that means the guys need help. And um, when it's, okay, when you go to a police station, you see, see, you see a man and you see a woman. They are not um, special beings. They are also human beings also. So the same problem in the society, they are the same set of, we recruit, police recruit sure. people from the society. Uh, so they recruit people with the same mindset, with uh, the same background, uh -huh. with the same, so you can't really expect much because they recruit, we are recruiting people from the society, not outside of the society. So I think um, another thing is, like I said, that if, if ladies are vulnerable, that means something is wrong with with the with the male child too. So I think we need to start looking at that because I, I believe most people that are involved in rape, yeah, the guy might be from maybe uh, a, a dysfunctional background, things like so something is happening. I think we need to go back to the foundation that like what is really happening, what is happening to the male child. Because if I I should be able comfortably, I should be able to live um, my, my, my girl child with anybody and I don't feel like something going to happen to her. So that means if I'm scared of leaving a girl child with a male child, something is wrong. We are not built that way. We are not built that way. We are built to interact with each other. So that's uh, preventing both sex from, you know, communicating doesn't work. So I think we need to look at what exactly is the root cause of this and how can we you know treat it from the roots how can we start solving the problem from the roots or well, one thing i think okay uh yesterday i was listening to uh a, a late dr maizmoro and he was asking that okay where did you learn about sex where did you learn about sex like um is it rona like what he said something he said the men don't know better so you are in a society that, okay, if I ask you, Shane, where did you learn about sex? You will not tell me, my dad, you know, explain things to me. My dad explained how to control chemicals in my body. You know, I think men are also often in a way because they, they have this, they have this build up, they have chemicals, they have hormones running in their body. But has anybody taught them how to, you know, discipline yourself, have self-control? How do I manage being a man? You know, some men believe that, okay, because I see my father beating my mom every time. That's the essence of my energy, of my power, of my power is to beat a woman. That's the idea. You know, so I think we don't have the right examples again before. Nobody's going to show you this is how to do it. Nobody's showing the men this is how it's supposed to be done. So sometimes I don't blame them because when you check, nobody showing their example. They all depend on the society, the same society that we are saying, but that's where they are getting information from. That's where men also are being fed. So we need to go back to what how are we training our male child? How, how, what, are, what are the values you are giving to them? What are the explanations you are doing? How are you exposing them to who they are? You know, when you understand who you are, the man, you understand your 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 the, the strength you have that is not meant for you to do I mean use against yourself. When you understand that to be 
you know, it, I think it will help a lot. So we need to start looking at how do we stop these things from the youth. I was sharing if I could just add something to what Nick has said. I said, I, I think that one of the solutions that we would have to the vulnerability of women, the female child in Nigeria is that to have more women go into politics to vote. Um, because if, if, if you look at our rape law, you would just know that it was a, it was a, it was a male folk that, 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 that drew up these laws. Um, so I think that I was speaking with my friend about it. I think that women will need to pull their resources. It's it's painful that after over 50 years of independence, we do not have even one female governor in Nigeria. We've never had a female governor in Nigeria. So I think that that's what we need to put women. We need to um, governize ourselves and ensure that we put we encourage more women to go into politics because it will also help to shape the laws and and to shape the, the character of our laws. Be- you know, that's just something I wanted to add to it, what Nikkei was saying. Yes, um, one more thing I, I just want to add to what Nikkei yes. said. Um, I grew up in the barrack and my dad was a police officer. A different police officer, he never takes bribe. I just need to point that out. Because <laughs> <laughs> the way he raised us, I, I once asked him why he was always against bribe and the thing he just told me is that whenever you take bribe, your children would never become something relevant that people don't know the cost it's also a spiritual man so so my dad was different but i did follow him to the station and i've sat down to see one or two rape cases being addressed um fact i must point this out minus what nika said is true they take people from the society but i don't think there's any training for the police officer concerning rape case when a rape case goes to the police mm. station, what I noticed first of all, the men shy away and they push it to the woman. And um, the, it, when a women are women are in the so-called men in those men of um, occupied field, you find them trying to suppress their emotions to become more masculine. So, yeah, so you see most fem- uh, female police already in that. I can talk trash with you. I can do that. So what you hear from them might be even them saying what you would expect a fellow uh, limited thinking man would say. First, that is it. So there is no actual. There is no training for police officers on how to deal with rape case, and the training does not have to go with the females. It has to go for all of them. There is no training. That's just the truth. I will just put it out there because I've dealt with a lot of police officers. They don't have the training on how to deal with it. They're even left. A lot of them are having mental, emotional issue upstairs. A lot of them are sick upstairs, police officers. And no, no, Hello, no medical No medical person to say that this person is not fit to be on duty. That's why they will shoot anybody. There are many police officers that are being equipped with weapons that should not be. How can you be with a weapon that is loaded on the road? You see somebody cock a gun to stop a vehicle, which is wrong by the police law. And because we don't know, somebody drunk is with a gun. Cocking a gun. Once you cock a gun in front of a federal civilian that does not even have any weapon, you should be fired. But we don't have that. And these are laws that are already made for nobody to implement it. And... The police see whether the government like it or not, they need to put minors, um, all these things happen. They need to put millions into educating their police officer and making sure that whoever they are employing is mentally fit. A lot of police officers are not mentally fit to be where they are. 
that is why we are having those issues we're having in the police station we don't want to talk about their bad pay but you have to talk about them themselves they are not mentally fit to be there so nobody should even have worked with ngos where a, a, a rapist was arrested put in the station and what the the, the 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 mother of the girl that was raped when she goes to the police station they say ah madam find out something or if not we go release them i was mad mm. I, I stopped and i had to just stop because oh. seriously it's just not even the woman was even the one feeding the rapist at the end of the day and if you not give up you go die you need to talk huh. see um our police are not fit to work. let's just be frank our leaders are not fit to work even now the police that is fit to work um christy um i absolutely agree with you i have uh, no offense to, to the nigerian police but i have the nigerian police is apart from nepa <laughs> the nigerian police that's that's that society for the nigerian police needs to be disbanded and reformed a new one needs to be created because um they are causing more harm Mm. than good people are literally scared to see police officers on the road they rather Mm -hmm. see robbers i mean you know it's there's a systematic problem with the nigerian police even from the roots that has to be revised. It will shock you to know that it's a pretty structured um, organization. You know, they have departments from HG. Okay, I don't know if you know. Correct me. And do all sorts of stuff from even cyber crime. Mm-hmm. It will shock you to know. Cyber crime. You know, all sorts of um, problems. But the problem is implementation. How do you? Is there a professional guideline to handle stuff like this? Retraining, like you know, someone writes this thing. So you know, it's it's a faulty system that has to be rebuilt. Another thing I like to say, I'm so sorry. I need to apologize to all the ladies here. I mean, you know, sometimes when I see this news come up, I I get really sad because um, I can't imagine. I'm, I'm you know, sometimes I, I just can't imagine. To be in the position of you know mother to that person and you know rape from the study that i've been doing on rape cases the victims usually even feel guilty they cost after it. it they yeah. feel like they, yeah. they cost it they feel like they, they were dressing sort of way so it's a lot of psychological um effect is even having on them see how long Nicola came up to about a rape case and unfortunately it's also hard to do it's just recently that medically you can prove rape cases before it used to be so hard to prove so after apologizing to this podcast listening to this podcast on behalf of the good men out there we are so sorry that this is happening and we need to have this conversation going forward and i'm going to share you know my shares in this um there are a lot of faulty men out there. I, I use the word faulty because sometimes even when you go through the right home training, you just come out faulty. Do you understand? If a product goes through a manufacturing process, is it all the is it everything that comes out nice? Do you understand? So sometimes you need to have some product best training, they come out faulty. So, you know, there are a lot of faulty men out there and there's a lot of work we have to do, even as men, to re-educate ourselves, to talk to our brothers. I have legit been in a conversation with someone that does not 
I don't know up now. At the at the time, did not see anything wrong with rape. <laughs> I mean, he opened. Thank and you. Said that rape the lady, and you know, it sounded so weird to me. I had to be really, really cautioning for what he said. Try to feel orientated. So they feel entitled at the beginning because they sit down while the ladies are doing work. They feel like you know somehow the ladies are inferior to the male gender. Going forward, they, they are in school and um, in campuses, popular public schools like Unilag. You know, I'm sure you guys you hear the stories of ladies trying to pass in boys' hostel and hear all sorts of chants and um, <laughs> um, harassment, word harassment, and all of that. So they grow up with that and from really, in, I have to say, I'm so sorry that it has happened. And we need to continue the conversations. However, we, I believe that can be fixed. Every country has a dynamic problem. And this problem, unfortunately, is, is, it's, it's growing and it shouldn't be. So, I mean, yeah, you know, that's what I have to say about that. I don't know if anybody wants to say anything else so we can you know, move. Yeah, I, I, I want to, you, you said it's growing and it should be reducing. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know, but I'm part of those who think that in a way it is getting better than it used to be permit me to say that and that is cause i'm not saying that of course it is not it we've condemned the act in itself but i'm saying that it is it now people are becoming to people are beginning to know that this thing in itself is a crime in the past people feel entitled to the women so you would ordinarily see anybody in the streets who would dismiss a rape case but now people are talking about it people the awareness is becoming stronger what i think is just happening is that a lot of people are speaking up and so one might feel that it's happening a lot but the truth is that people are speaking up about things that have happened to them in the past so as of now i just feel like what can be done is is left to the sick i don't know how the government needs to handle this but it needs to be handled but as persons as humans we can in our own way try to still create the awareness about it and let people know that this thing is because trust me like you said you said you've been in the conversation with someone who didn't see it as a crime i've also been in that conversation and he was very strongly trying to prove a point and say that you know try to bring in entitlement and all i think i enjoy and i like the fact that the awareness is, is strong right now but I'd say it's it's in a way getting better. It people mothers are now learning not to leave their children with so-called family members. Mothers are now learning that when their children, as a child, a child of age six and seven is already getting the sex education talk, as opposed to how we used to be in the past. So I think if we do more of this and we continue to create as much awareness as we are creating now, and of course the government plays its role, security officials plays its role. I think we'll get a better tomorrow than it is today. Thing. that's what i really think yeah, i just want to say something quickly um if you're a lady out there and if you're listening to this podcast you're having issues with rape or someone trying to assault you there are lots of ngos that are addressing such issues i think that you should reach out to them one of such that i know very well is stand to end rape they are on social they are on twitter um you can reach out what stand stand to end rape they're on twitter um you, you can reach out to them if they have a whole legal team and all that that we address or any issue that you have and also i want to speak to the guys they also have to realize that as we guys you do not have rest you do not own any lady's body and then also have to, there's this culture of what we call green light it's 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 something that leads to sexual assault 
that she's giving me green light. Mm. Don't assume green light. Don't think green light. Assuming body language. <laughs> <green> light. <laughs> yeah, I know it's very yeah. important for green light. Don't say that the way she used to smile at me, the way she used to shake me, the way she used to hug me, it means that she wants me. No, don't assume it. Please ask for it. If you don't, you cannot assume consent. Consent is either giving or not giving. Please. Thank you very giving. much. And also to add to what you said, it's also better if you come out if you've been raped and you're listening. It's it, it stand you stand a better chance as getting your um, rapist, uh, getting him jailed or getting justice for yourself if you come out within the first twenty four hours. Like you said, things are getting better now, so you can get um, you can get treated and examined, and if possibly, seven or something can be gotten from you that can you know these are evidences you know when they say we don't have evidences you can actually get evidences if you visit a hospital or a health center within 24 40, 48 hours i think yeah yes. and um, let me important. let me just add something that might not be pretty and like carry a pepper spray please carry a pepper spray um we <laughs> don't have if we don't have a pepper spray meant later spirits put it in a spray bottle put a tarot pepper inside seriously don't give any the, the amount of years you spend trying to mentally treat yourself emotionally treat yourself after so much better that somebody is blind than the person raping you you just have to do it i'm sorry i don't tell my girls once you do that uh but if it's not if it's gang rape you need to renew scream or run find a way not to be in the corner it's not your huh. fault you just have to save yourself once you spray a guy the next thing you will do is kicking him on the crutch once you do that you find your way and run don't kick him and say you want to fight kick him and run yeah. that's it so um, i think we have sent the message out there and i want us to this podcast you know you don't know who it can help um, there's, there's maybe someone is out there that really needs to listen to this, you know, to come out and actually, you know, bring up our case and all of that and speak up. So, you know, please let's share this um, individually. Uh, maybe some other time we can have some discourse, you know. But, uh, and something else. Yes, exactly. But the message is clear. Rape is wrong. Okay. But, but, but very, very shortly, I'd also just like to chip this in. Um, if you have been sexually molested, if you have been raped and abused, and you have are finding it difficult to get over it, and you are finding it difficult to get beyond it and find a way to heal, just like someone mentioned here that there are NGOs who can actually also try to um, talk to you. There are people you can actually see. The best thing I think you should do confide in somebody and you should also know that it was not your fault getting raped was not your fault getting molested was not your fault getting abused was also not your fault and you can make something better of your life after it all thank you all right thank you so much guys thank you so much thank you so much Nike. thank you so much Rona. thank you becca uh, yeah. let's share the message you know, as to as many people as we can thank you guys for coming to join being part of the podcast thank you for inviting yeah.